TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Let's head out to the wadeford.com hotline, Atlanta's Ford dealer. Let's talk to our man in the know. He covers all things Atlanta Braves for us and MLB here on 92.9 The Game. Grant McCulley joining us. Follow him on Twitter at Grant McCulley. And as always, my friend, appreciate uh, a few minutes here this evening. Yeah, no, excited to finally find the time for us to, you know, be back together talking about the Braves, the baseball, and maybe whatever else you're going to throw in the way. I'm ready for it. Well, let's uh, let's first ask you, what do you think of SummerSlam? Well, SummerSlam, I think, gives us the opportunity to perhaps see a whole new chapter in sports entertainment because I think it's been exhausting to try to watch it the past few years. It's been very stale. So I'm excited to see the creative direction. I feel like a wrestling show with a lot of wrestling on it is what I tune in for when I want to watch wrestling. And it seems like maybe WWE is going to do a little bit more of that and kind of sprinkle the entertainment in as they go. So I'm excited. Yeah, I joked the other day on Twitter, uh, Triple H is going to mess around and, and make it fun to watch it again. Uh, what's going <laughs> to exactly end up happening. Um, let's talk about Charlie Morton. You know, you and I have kind of gone, you know, talked about him a good bit. And it, it's it seemed like we got things kind of figured out. And then I would say, what, maybe the last four or five starts, it's been kind of one really good start, one maybe not so good start. You feel pretty good about where he's at now, or are we still kind of looking for that kind of Charlie Morton that we're used to seeing and, and feel like that we can hand him the ball in any situation and we know we're going to get with him? Yeah, I hope so. I mean, every time I see one of these starts, it makes me feel like, all right, it's there. You know, this is a guy that can throw six or seven innings, who can strike out seven to ten guys and limit the offense of the opposition and allow the Braves' bats to go to work. And I think he held up his end of the bargain today against the Phillies. But, you know, the, the real problem, I think, has been, you know, he hasn't been able to get away far enough away from some of the clunkers that have also been mixed in, even as he's pitched better and better, I think, over the last month and a half. And some of his better performances have come against some offenses that weren't necessarily among the National League or the Major League's best. And then others, you just you kind of look at them and you're like, all right, well, I don't see anything that leads me to believe that Charlie Morton's not back. And then a start like that against the Mets. And they had a rough one against the Phillies you know, prior to the good one that he threw against them today. So it just kind of depends, you know, start to start. But you don't want to be saying, well, is this guy back? Well, it depends on who he's facing. I, I think that, you know, more than anything, I feel like he's tweaked his arsenal a bit and thrown a lot more and, and been a lot more aggressive in the strike zone. And that's allowed him and that curveball to become more of a weapon. I feel like there was a time in May especially where it was just – it was difficult to watch because you knew he was searching for it. You don't want to be out there 60 feet, 6 inches away from big league hitters searching for the answers as a big league pitcher. 
our Braves insider, Grant McCauley, joining me here on the WaitFor.com hotline. Braves, of course, took it on the chin today, 3-1. to one. Now we get ready for this exciting series against the Mets. Uh, you know, Grant, you look at some of these pitching matchups, you know, over this five-game set, going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Freed and Scherzer, I mean, that's that's a, you know, that's a game mm-hmm. one of any playoff series. Uh, DeGrom, obviously, and Strider. Um, I want to ask you about one of the new acquisitions, Odorizzi, who's going to pitch, you know, one of the doubleheader games. What do you think his role as a starter for them? I like the acquisition. What do you mm-hmm. think, though, they're going to how, – how and when, I guess, are they going to use him? I mean – you know, obviously the, the schedule's a little bit weird this year, but how do you think yeah. he gets the most use? Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. That's going to be an interesting, I guess, overall plan that could be a bit of a fluid situation. And, you know, the first couple of weeks that he's going to be here, it comes at a good time because the Braves do have that doubleheader and he will get one of those starts on Saturday. And then the Braves have another doubleheader on that road trip, which is 11 total games thanks to doubleheaders in New York and in Miami. So for the next couple of weeks, you'll have him mixed into this starting rotation as kind of the sixth man. And beyond that, it's going to be kind of, I think, a a common-sense approach, I think is what Brian Snickers called it, to trying to manage people's innings and give them a day if they need to. But, you know, this is a group of major league starter, a guy who's having a pretty fair season. I mean, the strikeouts are a little bit down for him, but otherwise, I mean, he's been, by and large, you know, a, a guy that can go out there and at least give you the quality five or six innings that you need. He's coming off a great start against the Mariners last time out and, you know, be able to be a contributor. But I think the biggest thing, especially about these trade deadline acquisitions and the way that Alex Anthopoulos operates is you just want to be able to have more depth because plans can change. As I talked about with Dukes and Bell, you know, the Braves got to the World Series and one of their best starting pitchers literally broke his leg to start the series. And that's not the way that you want things to go. And I'm not saying that anybody's going to suffer a broken leg anytime soon and, and, you know, knock on wood for that, but injuries can and will change plans. And that's why it's good to have another starter in the mix and we'll see exactly how they use them. But I don't expect this to be something that means or is any kind of indication that Spencer Strider is now going to move to the bullpen. I just don't see that as something that the Braves are entertaining. Grant McCulley joining us here on the waitfor.com hotline of Braves insiders. Braves uh, lose today. Three to one to the Phillies, and now get ready to take on the New York Mets. I like the Iglesias trade. Um, obviously, I would think Grant three years and forty-eight million dollars owed to him that he is your closer starting next year. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the way that looks. I feel like it's you know having some cost certainty is something that Alex Anthopoulos has done by creating these long-term contracts or getting these long-term contracts signed with Matt Olson and with Austin Riley. Of course, you already had, excuse me, Ozzy Alpes and uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. signed to these. You probably still need to figure out what you're going to do with that Marcelo Zuna contract. If he's not going to be hitting, that's clearly an area that he can, you know, take another look at. But from a purely payroll standpoint, the Braves have been rising in recent years. And so to bring on a closer on a big money contract and a guy that has proved year over year to be a pretty good major league closer. You know, that's a move that can make him good down the stretch to strengthen this bullpen and really give you some 
clarity about who the guy is going to be over the next few years if the contract works out. So, you know, it's a risk worth taking, I'll say that. And as the Braves have gone into making some of these moves and having the ability to be able to take on some payroll, that's a pretty good indicator that you got a winning club and a club that it continues to, you know, be able to be a, a profitable entity and they're going to keep investing in the players. And that's a good way to, you know, I, I think to build this roster and to be able to make these moves is to be able to take on a contract like that and plug him in. And the most important thing is you got a right-hander that can strike out about 12 batters per nine, doesn't walk very many, doesn't give up many hits. You can pair him with Kinley Jansen and some of those other high-leverage arms. And that, of course, is the number one reason you go out and get Rysel Iglesias. You know, Grant, I brought this up earlier, I, and I'm a little bit older than you. I'm not quite freaky dead ball era old, but I'm a little bit older than, than you are. Um you know, I said earlier that, you know, when I think back and, and what Spencer Strider's done, and I made the proclamation, I think he's going to win the Rookie of the Year. I think he's going to beat out Michael Harris, and he's going to win the Rookie of the Year. But you look at what he's done. I, mm-hmm. I remember Fernando Valenzuela and Dwight Good in their rookie years and, and how dominant those guys were. To me, Spencer Strider is every bit as dominant as anybody I've seen in their rookie year in the big leagues. And it's crazy to think that two years ago – this kid was pitching for Clemson, not not like Clemson, a, a semi-pro league or something like that. The college, Clemson, the university, yep. Clemson. I mean, it's crazy what he's done. And to be able to just, you know, again, Alex Anthopoulos said on Dukes and Bell today, there's no innings limit or anything like that. It's just phenomenal what this kid has been able to do. 133 strikeouts in 87 innings. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. It's ridiculous. Yeah, no, it's absurd. I think Doc Gooden is a really interesting comparison to make. And I would say of the two, it, it's more of the Doc Gooden level than the Fernando Valenzuela level because, man, Fernando's first, what, 10 or 12 starts was just bonkers. I yeah. mean, this guy was out there throwing complete games and shutouts right yeah. and left. Man, eight, eight, shutouts like one. eight shutouts is rookie year. I mean, it, it's, it's absurd. It felt like it, it's Fernando Mania Fernando mania for a reason. This guy came up and did stuff that nobody had seen in a long time and certainly hadn't seen it out of a rookie. But, you know, for Spencer Strider and for what the Braves have gotten out of him, he has created that same kind of, I think, excitement about what he is capable of doing. And I I do like that Doc Gooden um, comparison quite a bit because, you know, when Doc came up, it was just strikeout left and right and left and right. And for Spencer Strider, we saw it again over the weekend, you know, more, or excuse me, we saw it again on, uh, on, Tuesday in the first game against the Phillies, he just continues to pile up strikeouts at the highest rate of any starting pitcher in the majors. He's pretty much in line with any high leverage reliever that you can find and strikes out a lot of batters. Spencer Strider is just flat out that guy. And so that's been impressive. And I'm glad to hear that the innings limit is not something that they're being concerned about here in the month of August. And, you know, Spencer Strider even said this after his start. I thought it was great. He was real He's like, hey, I appreciate everybody's concern about my physical well-being, but I'm fine, and I want to go out there and pitch every fifth day, and I love that. Grant, correct me on anything I say here if it's wrong, but it sounds like Ozzy's kind of out of his working boot. He was doing some work in a swimming pool and things like that. Um, It doesn't sound like we have any real timetable for when he's going to be back. 
maybe update us on on what you're hearing, what you think might happen, you know, kind of where we're at with Ozzy Albies here. Yeah, for me, it was really sound. It was going to be either the very end of August or early September for Ozzy, just because, you know, he was still in a boot the last time that I had gotten an update on him. So, you know, the fact that he's able to get out of that and to start doing some mobility exercises, strengthening exercises, and hopefully the next step, of course, is some baseball activities. But, you know, when you have your foot in the boot for as long as he did or immobilized for as long as he did, you know, you're going to have to, to work it back and to the place where you're able to run again, where you're able to really count on that foot to do all the things it's supposed to do. And this was a freak, bizarre, weird injury for him. So I'm sure that they're going to take him through all the paces, both literally and figuratively, and for the pun of it, you know, to make sure that he's good to go and they give him the adequate amount of time. Uh, and that's why I think you, you know, you go out and you get another infielder to help you out. The Robinson Cano thing did not work, but, you know, maybe Adrian's is able to be a little bit of a Band-Aid on the situation and Arcia can continue to play as as well as he has over the past, you know, month, month and a half. But, you know, having Ozzy Albies back will be a huge boost for this club. But, yeah, it's not going to be happening in the near future, but hopefully by the time you roll around into early September, you have him for that stretch drive because he is, as we know, a difference maker for the energy level that he brings and also the performance that he puts out on the field. And hopefully he gets a chance to kind of turn around what had been a slow start to a season for him and come in and play when the games mean the most. Last thing for you, Grant. You feel like with what they did at this trade deadline, and do we still have in this new baseball world, do we still have a, a waivers trade deadline? where no. Okay, that's no. all gone now? Where you, where it's you, gone, okay. yeah. All right, so do you feel like the Braves plugged any holes that they may have? Do you feel like that they're in pretty good shape now? And not that they really needed to fix much of anything, but do you feel like they addressed what everything that they needed to address the deadline? I really do. I mean, if you had a checklist, and I know that we talked about it uh, here, we talked about it on Locked On Sports Atlanta, I talked about it with pretty much every show on the station. Hey, what do the Braves need? I said, well, I think they should look to find some starting pitching depth, maybe a veteran that they could plug in back in the rotation type. Check. They did that. You lose Adam Duvall. Hey, you got to go out and get somebody to maybe platoon with Eddie Rosario that can handle lefties. Check. You got Robbie Grossman. That takes care of that. You went out and got Adrianza because the flyer you took on Robinson Cano turned out to not work. And then you're able to swing a trade for a reliever, which I said I think they need another righty reliever, particularly a guy that can miss a lot of bats to pair with Kenley Jansen and kind of balance things out with all the lefties they've got in the bullpen. And boom, they were able to get that done as a buzzer beater trade at the deadline. So if you ask me what kind of you know, pieces that they needed, and they didn't need to go make a big, splashy, huge blockbuster trade and empty out the entire farm. I mean, I'd love to have Juan Soto as much as the next guy, but that was going to be an expensive trade. In fact, it was. But I do think that they answered all of their needs, and they addressed the areas of depth that they need. And you brought up an interesting point with no waiver trade deadline available to you. And this is what Alex Anthopoulos did last year by getting Eddie Rosario. He thought, if we do need one more piece, one more bat, one more guy to add to the mix, we'll go ahead and trade for Eddie. He's injured. He's not going to be back for weeks. But we'll go ahead and have him so that when he does come back, we've got more depth than we know what to do with. And as it turned out, that guy won the National League Championship Series MVP and helped the Braves win the World Series. So maybe one of these pieces ends up being that kind of contributor that just comes up with that unsung hero moment and legends are born in October. So we'll see if some of these guys are able to etch their name in that ledger because you know the Braves have eyes on getting back to October, getting back to the World Series, and winning the whole thing all over again. Huh. I, I swear I think I've heard of that locked on thing before. But anyway, um, yeah, follow him on Twitter. Yeah, I've heard it's pretty good. Follow him on Twitter at Grant McCulley. Of course, he is our Braves insider. Joined us here on the WadeFord.com hotline. Grant, tell them where they can uh, listen to you next. 
Yeah, definitely check us out from the Diamond on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game on Sundays 5 to 7. You can find the podcast wherever you get your podcast, also on the Odyssey app. And you can follow me on Twitter, as John said, at Grant McCauley's, where you can find me pretty much everywhere. And I got links for all the things I'll be doing. So appreciate the time, John, as always. Enjoy talking with you. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.